Hello, and welcome to Leading Ladies of Montana Real Estate, a show about buying and selling homes in Montana and the power realtors and power lenders that make that happen. We are your hosts, Colleen Wood. And I'm Alicia Retz. Each week, we will discuss the housing market, how to navigate it, and what questions you need to be asking yourself along the way. But that's not all. We will also dive into how to navigate the ins and outs of being leaders in business and how to build a robust and dynamic team within that business and navigating the world as a career-driven professional, all while raising a family. Join us as we share our highs and lows in real estate, business ownership, and motherhood. Don't you hate all those bitches that hate you? (laughs) I do. I try to shower them with love. Oh my God. I try. Uh, You know, you must be headed in the right direction if you have haters because... Haters gonna hate. Haters gonna hate. And I'll tell you what, most people are not spending any time thinking about you. They're thinking about themselves. So if they actually spend time throwing you some hate, you're definitely causing a little ripple in their world. That's something that I figured out quickly though, is people rarely, rarely think about you. (laughs) We always are thinking that like, you know, you're like, oh, I have something in my teeth or this. No one else even knows they're thinking about themselves. But once you start getting up to the top, one, it's lonely at the top. It is. And two, yeah, there's a, they are just waiting for you. They're waiting to pounce. They want to see you fail. Mm-hmm. It's tough. I'm going to back that it's lonely at the top thing. I'm going to back that up a little okay, bit. Okay, let's hear it. It's lonely in between because at the top, when you get to the top, people that are also at the top also are, are like, they're extending their arm to you. They're, they're like, hey, I see what you've come through. There's yeah. lots of friends at the top. True. It's the in-between when you're, when you're going through, you know, the, the valley of the shadow of death, you know, and you're, and you're making your your business go and you're you're not a you're not a first year person you're you're like a five year person and but you haven't made it yet but when you make it there's all sorts of support there and there's other people that have made it and they see what you're going through and you also create your support too once sure. you start get to a certain level which helps a ton when I was what I thought was doing really really well but that was 100% by myself you're right yeah that's when I was really it, it was struggling and like you don't have anyone to share in the successes with share in the failures the failures don't feel as bad it's because you're so circle. The circle that you start with is not the circle that you're going to end up with when you are at the top. And it's super hard when you do start making forward momentum and people, you know, your normal friend group or your family is seeing you, you know, stretching and reaching for the next level. And, you know, they don't want you to change. They want you to be exactly the same. And also it's like the whole crab in the bucket thing. The crabs keep pulling you back down because they want you to stay with them. They want you to be there and available to to drink with them on a Thursday, Thursday night. And, you know, so you completely tank your Friday. And, you know, as you grow in business, you're, you're thinking, Hey, I got to get home so I can yeah. get rested so I can kick I got ass a big day tomorrow. Every day is a big day. And they're like, Oh, you've changed. You're not the same girl that you used to be you used to always go out with me for beers. And now you don't, now you're too cool for me. And then they start hating on you. And that's not cool. That's a good sign that it's time to get a new friend. Damn straight. Yeah. And you're supposed to change. Change yes. is good. You want to keep moving, flowing, getting to be a better person. Yes. I have a funny story about haters going to hate. There's another really top, top agent. Mm-hmm. I'm above her, of course, but you know. Well, yeah, I knew <laughs> so that. only a few that are head. But anyway, um, I have this moving truck that we've talked about, yeah. super in your face. And she was talking to another realtor that's on my team. She's like, that's the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. That is not how we do business in Bozeman. Oh She's my. embarrassing herself everywhere she goes. And oh. that's all we talk about is how ridiculous her marketing is. And he came back and told me. And when he told me, 
He was so pumped. Yeah. He was like, yes, they hate us. Yeah. They hate us. We're doing it. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> it was like all the affirmation he needed to yeah. just be like, we're doing it. You're doing the right thing. Yeah. If you got people that are talking about you, you're doing the right thing at right. positive or negative. It's just feedback and you just got to let it roll yep. because if you think it's a good idea and it's your, if it's in the spirit of what you're trying to do, it's your business and it's your voice. Like we've talked about, you know, your cheesy marketing, that's who you are. Right. And I would, I would be very disappointed if I saw like, you know, DA Davidson kind of marketing right. for you because it's not your voice. It's not me. It's not you. And it is for a lot of people, which also that works for them. That's for them. Exactly. For and there's them. nothing wrong with that either, but that is just not me. And mm-hmm. my husband tells me that a lot, how proud he is of me. But he, when he says that, he says, I'm also proud of you for you being you through this whole process. Yes. And when someone is mean to me on the phone, right, which happens all the time with agents, it does. they just want to let you, if we talk just, about this. It's like a bigger dick. Yes. Thing. They want to, like, yes. <laughs> and like, 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 yes, you win. You're better now. Whatever. Yes. So, but he's like, you haven't turned into that person. You're not that mean person and you're still no. killing them with kindness. And I'm nice to other agents. And I you're like, classy. I'm classy. You are classy. <laughs> You've always been classy and it's really oh. important to stay classy to a point. And I will keep it very, very classy until the point in and then you draw a line. Uh, uh, here's my thing. I will take a beating when you're when you're throwing it at me. But when you start throwing it at my girls, uh-uh. I'm just gonna say the I will exact draw same a line thing. in the sand and I will call you out and I will cut a bitch. I will call them and I will say, it is not appropriate for you to communicate with my team that way. You need to get professional and fix your face before you call my team or we're not taking any of your deals. I was going to say the same thing. It's when, when someone does it to me, I can let it go. But when I hear that they do it to mm-hmm. my team, that's when I get, I see red. Yeah. It really, I really want to protect them. So they're doing Tell me, oh, thank you. So tell me if you have somebody that's like throwing negativity at you or making a a nasty comment on a Facebook post of yours or Instagram post, like what's your first, like truthfully, what's your first feeling inclination? Oh yeah, they're right. You're right. That's exactly what I had someone say, um, you're not as pretty as you think you are. And I'm like, (laughs) and I'm like, I know. I don't think I'm pretty. Like I, I like I'm aware. Like like you what don't a think shitty like, thing to say. Like, you don't. It's like you don't think I say all those things to myself twenty times a day. Oh, you're totally oh. right. But then I'm like, but then I, I really have gotten so much better at letting it go. I used to yeah. rehash a conversation with my husband like thirty times I if know. it was a bad one, like just replaying it over and over again. Right. And now I'm like, oh well, they were a dick, and then yeah. I can let it go so much better. Yeah. I mean, at first it used to be like anybody would say anything. I remember I met with a realtor and it came back around to me that somebody said that I was very intense and intimidating and you know, I came off as being too intense. And I like my stomach just dropped because I thought it was a really good meeting. I thought that, you know, we had you know, bonded and we, I found a new friend and it was going to, you know, she was a little standoffish to me, but I just thought maybe she was just quieter than me and no big deal. And then it came back around and I'm like, oh, you know, because you stress out about it because you don't want to, we're, we're in the public eye, we're in, we're in a, we're in a people business. And so it's hard not to hear what people say. And, you know, I I know I've talked about this before, but like, you know, there's, there's some realtors out there that no matter what I do, I I will never be their people. And I try so hard and I've tried to, I've tried to reach out and say, Hey, I think I may have rubbed you the wrong way. Can we have a cup of coffee or buy you lunch? I just want to get on the same page with you. And it's okay if we agree to go the opposite direction. And then they don't even acknowledge me or, you know, I'll bring them a six pack of beer or something to be like, Hey, this is the beer that you were, you were supposed to grab at my, at my, you know, golf booth or whatever. And you ignored me and avoided me and drove around me like a loser. And, <laughs> but, and I'm like, but I just, I'm keep extending the olive branch and it keeps getting smacked away. And, you know, you just have to be 
have to be okay with the fact that like 25% of people are going to love you no matter what you do. You could literally fart in public and they're, they're going to love you no yeah, matter yeah. what. They're going to find it funny and slap, give you a high five. Yeah, exactly. And then the other, you know, there's going to be 25% of other people that are going to hate you no matter if you were to give them gold on a silver platter. And then every, there's everybody else in between that can swing either direction. So you just have to be okay with the fact that people are just going to be tough on you. And the more you put yourself out there, the more that you continue to put something out there that people can opinionate yes. about, they're, you're going to have haters. Right. And it feels good and it is liberate, liberating just saying it out loud and accepting it. Like mm-hmm. there, I haven't had that too much with clients, but I've had it with so many agents where they just don't like me. And you know what? No matter what I do, no matter how kind I am to them, they're you know, just, they're just not going to like me. And they don't like my goofy, kind uh-huh. spirit. They just, they find it offensive for some reason. And you know what? I have okay. actually had realtors make comments to me about you. Yeah. And I'm like, are you talking about the same Alicia that I know? Because I love her. Right. I love her. And I don't know what it is. And I'm sure you've heard the same thing about me, you know, where people are like, she's a lot. Or, yeah. You know, or she just thinks she owns this market or whatever. People right. just say nasty things. And you're just, you're just baffled. Number one, that they would think that, but number two, that they would actually take the time to say it out loud to other people. Right. So but at the you, same time, what I take from that is they wouldn't be talking about me if I wasn't crushing. Yeah. Yeah. And people don't talk about other people that aren't doing well. Right. They and like, feel bad for them. And really, you only look at the people that are ahead of you and you're judging them. I never really am looking at the people that you sell one or two homes a year. Right. I don't even pay any attention. Right. Yeah. So. Oh, she's a nice a girl. Right. She's a nice girl. If you sell if you sell one or two homes a year that people are like, oh, she's nice. I've seen yep. her around. But if you're like crushing it and people are like, oh. Yeah. She's such a bitch. Yeah. She thinks she owns this town. <laughs> She's writing fraudulent loans. I've got that. And I'm like, are you kidding me? I actually, because I left a previous company and it came onto hometown lenders and it came circled back to me. Somebody actually wrote something about me that said that that they heard that I was asked to, to that they fired me because I was writing fraudulent loans. That was Gosh. the biggest absolute bald faced lie that they're ever could be but that's the message that's going out and about be, that I that I was fired for writing fraudulent loans as a bald face lie. That must lie. have hurt. That, that one... was uh, as you know I have way too many people that I'm responsible for to be writing fraudulent loans. Right right but yeah. that had to like stick with you for a minute. It did. It did. I was you know because that just tells you that you do have haters out there that are taking the time to say nasty things and you know I actually had somebody in my office at one point who screamed my name down the hallway and it was because I was doing better than he was. And, and, you know, it's like, well, I'm sorry that my success makes you feel like you're insufficient. Maybe you should do your job and get up off, get out from behind the desk and go talk to people. Right, right. Because that's your job. You got to work. That's your job. Yep. You know, go do it. Get out there. And and so, but people are, when you, when you lap them, especially, you know, there's the male female thing as, as a, as a woman, you know, doing better in an industry than, than a man has done. Um, you know, there are men out there that, that find that to be intimidating. Not all men, not by any stretch of the imagination, right. but there are some, and there's certainly women out there too, that will just hate you because you've come in and you will not be slowed down. And that's been my whole precipice on running this business and doing this is that I've wanted to be the best and I I push very very hard which means I have haters. Yeah, it's so. interesting talking about the men thing. It's so weird. 
I'll meet a man who's like looks professional and great. Mm-hmm. Like he just looks like he would be great at the job. Right. Whether he is or not is not the point. Right. But I'll be like, oh, well, I'm sure he's a better realtor than me. Right. And it hits me. I think that. Do you go look? It, oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> but there's, I know there's, there's like five ahead of me now. So I right. know the ones. But um, but it's weird how I, it's still even ingrained in me sometimes. Yeah. That I know what I'm capable of. And most of the top agents actually are women. But I still have that. It's just part of something that's. We're, yeah, we were raised with like being born in the eighties. Men were in control still of all the banks and all the CEOs. Oh, it's very so much forth. a male dominated. Yes. Yeah, and so industry. it's a weird thing for me to still look at another man, and think that he's going to be better than me just because yeah. he's a man. And that right. it makes me mad. And just saying it out loud, I think is a good thing to just process. Yeah. Well, you know, I think a lot because we have kids, we have little kids and mine's in middle school right now. And middle school is just hard in general. And right. we remember middle school. It oh, was God, awful. Was so... The girls were so mean. It's the worse than high school. Were, high school is fine. Yeah. High school is fine. By the time you get to high school, generally it's, it's pretty much smooth ones. sailing. Yeah. Well, you know, you're dealing with so much when you're going through middle school puberty and and you you know you get zits and you get like you know you got boobs coming in you don't really know what the heck to do yep. with them and then some Cubic girls got hair. bigger boobs and <laughs> you're like why does she has such big boobs and I don't you know <laughs> yep or you're lopsided or whatever the heck is happening you know because just life is happening and and I think a lot about how to deal with haters and how how to demonstrate to our kids how we deal with haters because how we de- demonstrate to them is going to be how they how they're going to deal with it too yes. and you have girls so yes. how are you dealing with that with your with your little kiddos. So they're younger, but I tell my mom all the time who talked about as my transaction coordinator, she was a banker and a mm-hmm. lender and she was one of the top in the state. And I learned from her just watching how she went through the world, how she dressed, how she talked to people. Yeah. And she was kind and firm and knew what she wanted. And she really, I did learn from watching. It wasn't whatever she said to me. Mm. It's yeah, watching how she demonstrated. Yes. And I learned so much from her. Got drunk one night and called her. And I'm like, any, and this is before I was really doing well in real estate. It was back when I was in Portland. It's like, any success I have will be because of you. You taught me so Aww. much. And she texts me the next morning. She's like, I know you're drunk, but I really appreciate it. <laughs> but it's true though. Like when you, yeah, when you lead by actions, mm-hmm. I think that shows a lot more than your words. I think it's important though to talk about it uh, in some semblance because, you know, outwardly it looks like you've got your stuff together. Yes. You know, I still deal with, with that awful feeling in your gut of like, oh, somebody else hates me. You know, yes. no matter what I do, I cannot get these people, you know, to like me. And, you know, so outwardly, I've got what it looks going on, like, like I've got it going yes. on. But I think it's important to talk to our kids because when they have that horrible thinking feeling that they're going to have, I think it's important to acknowledge me too. Yes. That I feel the same way. And we have to be able to to feel that feeling and still continue to make the needle go forward, you know, like yeah. continue Art- to Yes, articulate push. the feeling yes. and express it. And don't try to say, well, forget about it or it'll all be okay. Just, yeah, when my daughter says she's anxious or something, I'm like, yeah, this is what I get anxious about. Yeah. This is what stresses me out. I think the whole don't worry about it and it'll all be okay kind of thing is not the right thing to say. I agree. It's when, if I'm really in it, like uh, my dad had a heart attack quite a few years ago and all my friends kept telling me it'll be okay. It'll be okay. And like, you know, that's not what I want to hear. No. Like, and honestly, there's probably nothing you can say in those moments. But I didn't want to keep hearing it's going to be okay because we didn't know if it was going to be okay. I think a lot about that, about how, what is the best way? My, my girlfriend just lost her husband and um, 
it's been devastating. And I really thought long and hard about how to talk to her and how to try to be there for her because everybody's just saying that it's it's all going to be okay and I'm sorry and all of these things doesn't make anybody feel any better. No. It's just, so I was trying really hard to articulate it as this is a new chapter in your life and, you know, he's been your champion this entire time and, and he loved you unconditionally and he did. I mean, I've never seen a man that <sighs> loved his wife. I mean, he just, every single time she would answer the phone, he would say, hello, gorgeous, like every oh. single time. And then when they would hang up, he'd say, wild about you. And like every single time. And they were just, they were just so well matched. And so trying so hard to, I didn't want to call her and check in with her to be, because we knew that he was in hospice and that he was not doing, I didn't want to call her and be like, how's he doing? You know, right. she's already got that at the forefront of her mind. So I, I told her, I said, I'm going to, I'm going to be here when you're ready to call me and talk about it. And, but I'm not going to call you and, and make you think about it if you're not ready to think about it right now. But this is just the next chapter of your life. And and right. that chapter is ending and this chapter is starting and it's going to be a good thing too. You're a good friend. Oh, it's painful. God, that breaks my heart. It's painful. Sorry you imagine her. being a widow at this stage and age? Absolutely and, not. No, I need my husband. Yeah. I like, he's my rock, my support. I, yeah. yeah. I, he always tells me, he's, like y'all we got a good 10 years maybe 20 years left of me because such a worrier <laughs> my husband says that to us I, I swear you've got a good you know because we've been together 20 21 years yeah like you got at least another 21 years left to go buddy so don't yeah. be thinking oh, I, tell, don't, I, I get mad you can't do that it's not funny he's like i'm not kidding he's like i'm you know i'm gonna die before uh, you and no, i'm like you better not you're i'm yes. first i'm first well Damn i know it. he'll be first if i don't die of a car, in a car accident it'll be oh him. my gosh weirdo <laughs> but i hope i at least get him till he's 80 can we not talk about that because right. that's that's, that's a horrible thing to talk about. Well, I'm in my car all the time. So if I'm going to go, that's how it'll be. But That's true. No, I'm going to drive road. down some crappy roads yep. today because yep. it's, you know, but I'm going to make it all the way home to Red Lodge yep. and, and I'm going to see my guys. I'm going to go back to something you were saying earlier because I get that line all the time when you said, oh, because everyone's always like, oh, you're always so put together. You always just look like you have it all like figured yeah. out. Girl, no, I have not, I am not always put together. No. I'm doing my makeup in the car yeah. and like have the dry shampoo because it's all messy and gross. Mm -hmm. Like just, yeah, it's so interesting. So that's it. my next question really is, have you met anyone that thought they knew you because of your name, the way you look and just being out there? And then they had a completely different perception of you once they met you? Yeah. Um, I think a lot of people think that I'm a bitch and <laughs> I, I don't really know why. I get that a lot with the folks that start working for me. Uh, they have a different vision of who I am, uh, just outside looking in. And it's it's not always um, a vision of somebody who's a, a nerd and, and who messes things up. And, you and know, has a heart of goals. It, well, you know, and I, I'm all about you know, we're all going to, it's just, it's just your turn to be a human, you know, which we just rotate around here. Who, right. who messes things up? Right. You know, because we're humans and, and we, I kind of have gotten to the point of celebrating the failures because it's like super, you knocked it out. Like you're good for a while now, right? Yeah. Totally. Cool. Now we don't have to worry about that. And then we all get together and we talk about it and be like, Hey, you know, Sarah had this thing and you know, she accidentally put this fee here and labeled it lender credit. And now I have
have to pay $5,000. So make sure next time you don't ever put lender credit here because I don't want to pay $5,000. It should have been seller credit, but we disclosed this lender credit and now we're stuck. Yep. You know, something like that. So that's who I am really here in this office. Um, outside, I'm not putting that out. And I think it's kind of a defensive thing more than anything because I know that I have haters. And so I kind of go out in the world with maybe some armor on, which, which makes people think that I'm a bitch. But I don't know. I yeah. mean, I think it's important for the public to, to know that I'm strong, to know that I have a plan that, and that I continue to move forward and that my plan is to continue to move forward. Yeah. Then when they get to know me better, they know that I, I'm excited about people making failures and I'm excited about my team being successful and I'm excited about giving careers to other women. And now we got a guy. Um, and, <laughs> and, you know, like I'm excited about giving and those, those things are who you find out who I am when, when she know me better. Yeah. And so I'm hoping that the opinion gets better the more you know me instead of vice versa, right? Like right. I would rather not have this nice, wonderful um, thing, uh, a vision of me out out in the public and then when they get to know me they realize I'm just a cold-hearted bitch I mean you know right the opinion should get better as you get to know me better absolutely I feel like I have the exact opposite maybe not exact opposite but people think I'm dumb or that I don't know what I'm doing with real estate because I'm flighty and goofy and Mm -hmm. flirty and these things um so like my goal is to show them that I'm competent I do know what I'm doing and I can get it done right and so it's it's interesting but the same yeah right right have you ever had anybody call you ignorant Oh, I don't think so. I had one recently. Oh, fun. Yeah. You know, I had a client recently. He just decided that he was not going to get the things that we needed for underwriting. He just flat said, no, I'm not, I'm not getting it. He packed up his loan and we delivered his entire loan package to his next lender and wow, said, good nice. luck. Yeah. I think it was very nice. That yeah. was very nice. That was very nice and it's not required. And so we packaged it up and sent it so he didn't have to regather all the things. And um, he wanted the appraisal transferred. And of course, you know, the appraisal, you know, has to be paid for before we can transfer it. And, you know, uh, the appraisal fee came back higher than originally disclosed. And that would be a legitimate change in circumstance because we can only charge what the appraiser charges us. So he was saying, no, you know, you disclose, you disclose a lower amount and I'm not paying that. Well, we don't longer have a contract. And this is the cost of the appraisal. This is the invoice. I'm sending it to you. This is how much you have to pay in order to transfer the appraisal. And he called me ignorant. And so I didn't know what was going on. Uh, I didn't know the rules and regulations of, of my industry. He was just flat nasty. And so that's like another example of a, of a hater. And right. it's like, you know, I was scrolling through all the guidelines, you know, a couple nights ago, just trying to see if you to like, make sure that I was right. Right. You know, because now I'm th- second guessing myself. But, you know, when we do this kind of business, we're sticking our necks out there far enough that we do, we can potentially make mistakes. Right. And thank goodness, you know, my attorney stepped in and was able to back me up and, and kind of set that guy straight. But we're just in an industry that people can say nasty things like that. And yeah. it's inappropriate. And you know, we did everything we could to help the gentleman. And Th- this, you know, this he just indus- wants to be nasty. Yeah. This industry is so much more ruthless than people think. Yeah, it's hard. It really is a tough, tough, tough industry. Mm-hmm. And I get why people try it. I also get why people leave it. Yeah. It's really challenging and it can be so rewarding and a lot of fun, but it's like we've talked about too, where the hard times outweigh 20 positive times. So you have that one negative comment and it sticks with you more than all the positive things. Yeah. Yeah. I had lunch with 
a gal who was originally the president of Gallatin Association of Realtors, and she's still very, very active. And she's a great lady. And I finally got to have lunch with her the other day. And she was saying that the net number of realtors that have have come into the industry versus the realtors that have left the industry in the last 12 months is almost flattened, like zeroing really? it out. Yeah, That's so just as many people are leaving as are as are joining, uh, because this is a hard industry. And this has been a hard year for new realtors. It's, it's been a really tough year for new realtors. Yeah, it's been ruthless. And so I do think that that's changing now. Our market seems to definitely be changing. But, you know, anytime you have to be willing to have haters or, you know, a lot of people are really happy with just kind of being in their little safe zone with their eight to five, you know, their salary job and never extending themselves out, never, never voicing an opinion because they don't want to, people to not like their opinion. And that's good for some people. Right. That doesn't feel good for me. That's doesn't not work enough for me, for me. But for a lot of people, that's, and that again, that's totally fine. And yeah. that's, if they're happy, that's fantastic. Yeah. 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 If, if that makes you happy, cool. Right. That's, that's living in that safe zone is really great. But when, yeah. when you're like us and, and you are constantly running for the next thing or trying to grow or, and do the best you can, you're just going to have people that are haters. But you know what? The truth of the matter is they're just jealous. Yep. I agree. All right. Well, you're a badass. I don't hate you at all. I don't. I love you. <laughs> I love you too. I love you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for joining us today. Tune in next week for another episode of Leading Ladies of Montana Real Estate.